Godita heads out there. Hey yo, this is your DM Jacob talking. Jacob Cordes. We are so I'm not keeping this. Um <laughs> I it's probably gonna stay. If, if you hear this, the editor fucked me. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's it's probably gonna um, stay. But hello everybody, this is this is uh welcome to In the Land of Cheese and Sauce, a Taco Bell Let's Play podcast. Whoa! I'm your dungeon master, Jacob, um, who is getting lots of scowls from all the other players. Um, very excited to be. A uh, couple are couple are shaking their head at me, and a couple are nodding in agreement. Uh, so that's always a great sign. We are going to be we are going to be jumping in right now. I'm so excited to have you all here. But first, before we do so, let's go through and introduce our fantastic players. We're gonna go. In alphabetical order of their character name, what? Throwing things in a wrench. Um, Arthur, would you like to go ahead? I guess. <laughs> uh, I'm what? Nick, uh, Arthur Greatmane. That's who I'll be playing. Uh, he, him, pronouns. And um, could I suggest we call our fans Chalupacabras? Um, oh. Fuck yes. Yeah. Uh, you are now all officially Chalupacabras. Yeah, Chalupacabras. Uh, Welcome to Chalupa Copper Nation. Uh, this is we are so happy to have you here. Yeah. If you donate a hundred to the Patreon, you get a Chupacabras baseball tea. <laughs> <laughs> the um, Chalupa Cabras. But um, uh, if I well the things I want to plug uh, obviously Cheese Gordita Bunch. We just put out an episode about the Bell Beefer, and personally I really enjoyed it. We recreated it, um, um, and it was it was delicious. Uh, but yeah, check that out. That's episode 41. Uh, we are on all streaming platforms, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that good Fuck shit. Fuck yeah. You could even like search us on um, Audible, which is crazy. But yeah, we're everywhere. And um, yeah, also give to the ACLU. Yeah, uh, they're an amazing organization that are, you know, helping fight our civil liberties. Um, yeah, ACLU.org or look in the description uh, to this episode. Yeah, click the link there. But yeah, it's worth me. noting for everybody everybody listening at home um, who isn't on this uh, Discord call, uh, he did point straight down. I so did. in case you didn't know where to look, <laughs> you know directionally down. And as you can uh, see, yeah. I used my shoulders, too, when I pointed down. That's the shoulders, natural shoulders rhythm. Shoulders are for the weak. Natural rhythm. Shoulders are for the weak. T-Rex didn't need shoulders. I don't need shoulders. Yeah, uh, that's and that why makes the T-Rex is still around, because of how strong and adaptable <laughs> they were. I've seen Jurassic World. I know what's up. Uh... Clove, please take it away. Hello, I am Chris, uh, she, her, and I'm playing Clove, Fang of Clover Honey, your favorite tabaxi bard. Um, and today I'll talk about our public lands a little bit. It's something that's really important to me. I'm, I like exploring them and uh, protecting them, and it's really important to make sure that you're keeping an eye out, um, especially in the Southwest. There's a lot of mining interest and just keeping an eye out for our public lands and wilderness areas. And then also, uh, lately I've been using this tool, um, it's native-land.ca, 
and you can look up where you're at and see what indigenous tribes are um you know native to the area because a lot of you know the park system's really cool but it was also displaced a lot of people in its creation so there's a complicated history and it's good to protect our lands and then also be you know aware of aware of that so that's what i'll plug today perfect i appreciate it i'm sorry that i got distracted murdering a spider so i did not um i'm not able to have any fun gags yeah. for land displacement yeah, yeah. Fun. I, I mean, murdering's a soft word. On camera, Jacob pulled leg uh, by leg <laughs> off of this spider. No emotion in his face. I I will say it was jumping, and that scared me. Um, uh, uh, I don't know what it is, but seeing a seeing a something that tiny launching itself along boxes truly frightened me. Yeah, no, Jacob, um, we've seen you run. <laughs> I really hate how the alphabet works, because that does mean it's your turn next. Go ahead, Joe right. Paul. Uh, what up, y'all? TWWarn, they, them pronouns. Follow me on Twitter, at TWWarn. Uh, today, I want to shout out one of my favorite things. You see them all the time. Uh, they're called bricks. That's right, bricks. Let's say, right, you have a friend. They're trapped in a building behind a bunch of glass windows. Uh, and they've been poisoned. And you have the antidote, which is uh, in a 40-ounce uh, a glass bottle that looks a little bit like petrol. Um, you don't want to throw that glass bottle at the window because it's going to break and the antidote isn't going to get to your friend. That's why you always throw a brick first. Bricks. <laughs> always before bottles. And uh, who are you playing? Oh, yeah. I'm playing John Paul Pierre Martin. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Very on uh, That's just good life advice. Um, I've saved numerous lives by throwing the brick first. Uh, that's going to make it Macy's, Macy's turn. Um, hi, y'all. My name is Katie Stanberry. I play Maisie Flats. And uh, today I'm going to plug, of course, the only thing I care about, food again. <laughs> um, keep growing Detroit. If you're in the Detroit or... Uh, what areas they service, but uh, they work toward food sovereignty in the area. So if you have a garden and you want to get some help with it, if you just want to learn more or if you want to get some locally grown produce, reach out to them and they're a really good program. <laughs> That's, I'm, uh, we're going to take just a second because I'm laughing very hard at John Paul uh, failing to use a light switch. Yeah, um, somehow yeah, going so through Willy can't... Wonka's tunnel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't choose the light you want. You've got to cycle through them. So I had to go through the, just that 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 violent uh, accosting of different robes. I just appreciate you appreciate you so much. Uh, and uh, uh, I felt like I was in a David Lynch film. That was awful. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, I'm gonna give them just a second to collect themselves because Pepper, uh, last but certainly not least, uh, is currently, it looks like, is dying from laughter so bad they just had to take off their glasses and wipe away their tears. Yeah. Uh, um, 
It just occurred to me, like, it looked like Jean-Paul was being eaten by a rainbow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is that how homophobes feel all the time now? Yeah. <laughs> the look of terror on your face and you're, like, trying to fight the light away with your hands. Like, they want me to bake a cake! Yeah. <laughs> this is the world Democrats want. I'm, I'm suddenly um, starting to have more compassion for the relatives that I have estranged myself <laughs> <laughs> so never, never say that them with a... I basically see hating... a short informational film on, on what it feels like to go through that so I thank you <laughs> always yeah. um, now so, you understand uh, the effects of our gazers to, yeah. to cis the, true, people. <laughs> the truly oppressed class like, I get it now <laughs> um, I'm just gonna uh and obviously my internet goes weird then. Um, anywho, um, <laughs> this is so chaotic. Hi everyone, I'm Jess Green. I'm going to be paying, um, playing Pepper Rigby, the warlock gnome. And the only thing I want to promote right now is um, the importance of sleep, but I should also promote, <laughs> um, because it's actually not just a problem that affects me. Um, the Mermaids, as always, amazing charity in the UK that supports young trans folks and their families. I'd also like to give a shout out to um, Childline, which is another charity which supports all kids and they're trying to be a bit more trans friendly, so well done them. And Gendered Intelligence, and I'll send you the links to all of those, but they're all really, really great organisations in a world that's um, very hostile to kids and people who are different and kids who are a bit different get a really, really rough time. So if you want to give them some of your attention or some of your money, I'm sure they'd be really grateful and you'd be doing something wonderful for the world. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, and to bring it back, I'm I'm Jacob Cordes. Uh, I will be your humble dungeon master for the day. Whatever day you have me listening to this. I, instead of pitching a specific charity or anything like that, or the concept of bricks, uh, what I'd like to do instead is to say... Get involved in your local community's politics. Um, do not wait for... I know I said this last time, but do not wait for voting. There are tons of organizations that need volunteers right now, that are hiring right now if you need a job, that will... that like They'll need canvassers, they need phone bankers, they need all this kind of stuff. And this is... If you, need to get, if you want to get involved for a short time, this is the time to get involved. Uh, mm -hmm. It is absolutely integral to actually participate and to work like that voting is never just enough it should be seen as the base starting point please get out there look to see what your local community has available and what they need and what kind of organizations need volunteers uh, uh, i'd also like to recommend the organization that somehow is real called red wine and blue uh, which is <laughs> the greatest the greatest liberally liberal named organization ever uh if you want an organization that's just wine moms, well, we got the org for you. Red, wine, and blue. Uh, feel free to give that a Google because somehow that exists. Nothing now, says <laughs> oppression like a white suburban woman. Oh, I do also want to recommend there's a lot of great organizations out there that help uh, uh, where if you feel like kind of disillusioned with your voting or anything like that, because of the way the prison system works here in the U.S., uh, you can actually, they, they are not legally allowed to vote either while they're in prison or oftentimes when they get out. So there are organizations all across the country that actually make it so you can basically give your vote to an inmate. So you can choose to allow to vote on their behalf and allow them to decide how you vote and then you just fill it in 
for them. There's a lot of great organizations all across the country that do that. Highly recommend if you if you literally are doing the bare minimum of just voting, that's a really good way of making sure that the people whose voices most need to be heard are actually the voices being heard. But uh, before we get any further into this, uh, there's one other thing I want to talk about before we get started, which is uh, this game has like a lot of like you know fucked up parts. Uh, it's it's real dark. Um, which is, like, talked about with the players, and the world was, like, kind of built around these thematically, and we went through beforehand to make sure, kind of had, had like, a little bit of talks beforehand, and they've also had, like, safety talks during the game and afterwards and all sorts of stuff like that. Uh, safety is super important when playing this, and if you're, like, a DM who's just starting out or um, who is just getting involved for the first couple times, don't go running towards the most fucked up shit. Don't, don't, like... I have... All of us have been playing for a very long time or have been around people who have played for a very long time. All of us spent a lot of time like reading and learning before we ever started jumping in on these topics. And even then, we still take safety very seriously. Um, I use, I recommend if you're going to even, all games should have some degree of safety mechanisms, whether it be yellow red cards, X and O cards, open door policies, um, breaks, you should always check for bleed after the game too, as long as you're like physically capable of it, because um, all of these things are very easy to happen, and there's not a sign of you being a bad DM or you being a bad player, generally speaking, it can just sometimes happen, and the good GM, the good player always wants to make sure that everybody's having fun and is actually safe and comfortable while they're playing. So please, like, I know this game is only gonna get weirder and darker and more absurd, so please... Don't use this as an excuse to be a fucked up GM to your players. Make sure <laughs> yeah. that everybody's on board. Make spend you spend the time with session zeros. We yeah, had a total you're... of like three or four session zeros together um, of prep work with lots of communication between everybody. So, and even then, there's still stuff where we we've checked afterwards and had to have conversations to make sure that everybody's uh, safety was being respected. So please make sure that you're um, if you're playing or doing stuff, make sure that you're taking all that into consideration. Yeah, if you're a first-time GM, use the modules. They have specifically written to keep uh, players comfortable and everybody used to getting to roleplay. So. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and, I highly recommend modules. And also, just to jump off that, like, last thing you want to do, because this just, like, this type of tabletop role-playing game, whether you're playing D&D or Dungeon World or Call of Cthulhu, any of those... Um, you want to make sure people are having a good time and they do feel safe and they feel comfortable to like laugh and you know joke with you and the last thing you want to do is make that person feel alienated so you want to create that safe space so that person you know they feel comfortable going you know to the DM or anything like that again you don't want to just um, browse reddit and then you read one of your players horror stories about you being a bad DM you know what I mean like be good be nice have fun yeah, I mean that. Just we just wanted to make sure. I, I think it's important to make sure that we hit on. Um, I'll post. Uh, uh, Jess said sent me before the game an amazing, uh, amazing safety like guidebook uh, that I'm gonna make sure is posted in the description for this game. Uh, Consent has, in like, gaming. What was that? It's called Consent in Gaming by Monty Gaming. Thank you. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, it's really good. I highly recommend it. if you're DMing, especially, well worth reading over. Um, and the survey at the end we used here, um, and I highly, highly recommend everybody take a look at it. 
and Even also if you listen, don't implement your games, it's well worth it. Also so. listen to Jess's interview. I mean, they talk about their experience uh, with like their first time role playing and how it made them feel, you know, and I think that there's a, a really important lessons to take away from that. So I highly recommend Jess's interview. Thank you. Shit. Someone recommended something that I did. (laughs) (laughs) And you could skip the first five minutes as I stumble through a lot of ums and I keep getting reminded about that. Please do so. Uh, And that's for every podcast, Jacob is. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I um like crazy until I'm describing coral walls and then I'm great. If you skip the first (laughs) five minutes, then you don't hear the weird voices. So don't skip the five minutes. Don't skip the five minutes. Uh, So. So, with that, we are going to jump into in the land of cheese and sauce. Um, everybody's shaking their heads so angry at me. You move your hands like they're full of spaghetti and you don't know where to place it. <laughs> I'm just in a movie with Chris right now, basically, is how that works. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. That's a good story. Uh, Chris, Chris once took me to a movie and brought a bag of loose cooked spaghetti noodles with no sauce and no soy. <laughs> Uh, so, with that, we will jump in now. Last week, on In the Land of Cheese and Sauce. Dinner was finally had. Uh, we really only had one day so far, which makes it kind of amazing. Uh, as dinner was served, a pretty wide medley of like seafood dishes, with a bit of an argument happening between everybody. Pepper and Arthur especially found themselves at odds. Uh, arguing for a good little while as the captain tried to kind of try to get involved a little softly although he was uh, a little ruder than he probably should have been and a little disrespectful along the way uh, John Paul Pierre Martin and Clove all uh, as well were kind of gang joining in on uh, throwing comments Arthur's way as Maisie made very vague threatening statements about food that night as everybody moved on their own separate ways John Paul Pierre Martin found deep in the ship a series of turtle shells, one of which perfectly clean, one of which had a gun, the remnants of a gunshot wound across it. It was nicely polished though and taken care of. They pocketed it to examine later. So everybody kind of went through, talked, and had a good evening. Macy Flats breaking out one of the unique abilities in the game where she made these, she made magic embedded food. The next day, you all arrived at your kind of at a location to do some that you had all been kind of tasked with examining a secret base used by the Biblio Marines, a coral underwater like reef section that had kind of quarantined itself off, creating a little bubble of air underneath that you all were able to go down into. You climbed in along the way, discovering that turtle shell was in fact magic while trying to evade a trap, although why exactly wasn't clear. You went down, discovering this beautiful multicolored blues, purples, and pinks of the coral reef that made it up, attempted to communicate with it, led to the realization that not only was it sentient, um, it was uh, seemed to be uh, malicious in some capacity right now. There were three paths leading out of the main area that you were in, a broken down chair of blood going off into the third hallway, at which point, as you made loud noises, getting in another uh, yelling occurring, a couple of creatures came out to uh, uh, a couple of coral zombies finding their way up towards you. Thankfully, I believe it was 
was it Maisie or Pepper who cast the dome to protect Maisie. themselves? Maisie. Maisie. Oh, Maisie. Excuse me. Maisie cast the dome, protecting most of you. However, John Paul Pierre Martin had sprinted down the middle hallway, accidentally sl slipping and sliding, slamming their head into a table as large jellyfish began to float down around them, predatory-like, with Arthur sprinting out after them. Uh, also, the dome created by Maisie was a Taco Bell. That is true. Thank you for... We have to make sure we always get brand acknowledgement. Um, <laughs> we are going to jump back in with Arthur sprinting out after John Paul Pierre Martin. We're going to stop at the tart at the tart at the top of initiative. John Paul, you have currently just rushed through, slamming your head, and you just rushed through, <laughs> slammed your head down, sliding underneath this table. As you can see, these large, beautiful, boyish jelly fiends, jelly fiends, jellyfish. Little bit of, uh, you can see the little bit of crackle of small bits of electricity flowing down through their tentacles uh, as they kind of just whoop, bloop, bloop around you. There seem to be about four or five in this large chamber, although from your angle and the way they've kind of encircled you, you can't really see too well of the room. Okay. And hold on, how many of the, were there again? There's about three or four, it looks like. If you want to roll a perception check to get a good sense of the room, you can. Yeah, let's do that. 14. 14. Uh, you look around and you can see that this is a decently sized room. Um, octagonal, generally speaking, although the walls, because they are made out of coral, have a little bit of broken up pattern to them. You can see over the ceiling of this room is significantly higher than the previous one, as that one was only about like 15, 20 feet high. This one seems to go all the way up to the actual water line, with the ceiling probably piercing through slightly. Okay. You can see the jellyfish floating around. There seems to be another door, or at least entryway, um, or, yeah, entryway, dome, exit, whatever, on the other side of the room. Quite a few jellyfish floating around. A total of six in the room currently, but only three seem to be, like, approaching in any sort of way. As okay. well as you can hear the sound of Arthur, like, sprinting down the hallway to get up to you. Okay. There seem to be a table in here that you can, that now that you've kind of looked around, you can also see that board game pieces have actually fallen off of it onto the ground. What look to be small little wooden planks designed to represent train tracks. Okay. Oh, I ruined somebody's ticket to ride. Uh, let's see. About how far away am I from the, uh, the entryway that continues this tunnel? Uh, it'd be another, like, 45 feet. 45? Okay, so that's gonna be most of my distance. And about how far uh, are the jellyfish above me? Uh, the closest, they're, they're maybe at most, the, close, the closest two are about 10 feet away from you. Mm. And they're moving pretty slowly, but they do seem, they have, you can see that the tentacles that hang off of them kind of curl lightly, so you don't actually yeah. know how far they can reach. Uh, okay. The third one that's kind of approaching is about 15 feet away. Uh, what's my crawling distance? Because I'm down on the ground right now. I believe crawling cuts your movement down in half. Down in half? I believe being, because technically you'd be considered prone, and I believe prone cuts your movement in half in 5e. Okay. If it doesn't, you can't get in the comments. There's no fucking comments. We win. Uh, <laughs> this isn't uh, a live stream. I never would have suggested yeah. otherwise. Uh, send all of your hate uh, to Jacob's Twitter. Yeah, at Cheesy Gordita Nick. Uh, <laughs> I'm down on the ground, so I've got some distance. It might as well do it then. Uh, I've got my crossbow on me. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, let's just fire a bolt into the closest jellyfish. Go for it. Roll that attack roll as you pull up, as you throw up your crossbow and bam, right towards it. And then uh, attack bonus, yeah? Okay. Uh, yeah, you should have your attack bonus for ranged weapons. Yeah, uh, 22. Definitely hits. The arrow flies straight in, slamming into the side of it, kind of like almost popping it like a balloon. Roll that damage. Five. Five points of damage. Okay. The jellyfish to your right, as it kind of floats down, you see that, and you can see like a little bit of, uh, as it pierces into its side, a little bit of jelly seems to almost slide out of it. This bluish material kind of floating out of it. You can actually see the top part of it, the color has started to drain out of it. Okay. So I still have my movement. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but getting up is an action, yeah? Uh, getting up, uh, no. In 5e, getting up is half your movement. Oh, okay, so I'm only getting half my movement anyway. Yeah, let's uh, let's spider as a crawl. Rogue, as, a, as a rogue, it's worth noting, you can bonus action dash. Can I? Oh, okay, yeah, let's do that then. Let's. Uh... So you can get, basically what you can do is you can get up using your movement, so you lose half your movement to that, and then you can bonus action dash, so you have, you know, half movement plus full movement. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's do that. Okay. Uh, I kind of circus roll back up onto my feet. Cool. And sprint for the uh, door, which means I'm going to get to at least 20 feet within sight of it. Okay, so you're sprinting. Uh, what's your total movement speed for me? I think I have uh, a 45 base movement. Okay, cool. Then in that case, you'll be able to move a total of 65 feet. So you can make it all the way across the room and into the next tunnel. Or if you want to book it kind of back towards where the rest of the group is, you can do that as well. What would you prefer? Um, do I have any more information regarding the thing we've talked about between you and I for that uh, that other character? Is there anything in here that I uh, might help me towards them? The the scorpion person that I was talking oh, to. Oh, I see. Yeah. I'm going to say you can roll a insight check. Oh, wait, no, I have great insight. 12. 12? Yeah. You... My voice cracked. I hope you enjoy that. You on got that. what I need. I recommend raising the audio and rewinding 10 seconds. You... <laughs> Raise those gains levels. Uh, you, you think about it. I'm kind of looking around. This is a very high secure place. This is a place where people would have limited knowledge about it. So it's okay. quite possible that this would have something like that because you either have to be high ranking to be aware of this place, or on the flip side, you have to be specifically on a team aware of this place. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna keep going the way I'm going then. You're going to keep just go booking it in? Yeah. Okay, cool. In that case, each of the jellyfish are going to take an attack opportunity on you as you race by him. That's bullshit, but let's go. Uh, that is a 20 to hit. And that is a 10 to hit. Uh, first one gets me. Okay, I need you to roll a con save for me. 16. Okay. So, uh, six points of lightning damage radiate through your body as one of the as one of the tentacles comes up and slams into your back, just burning, leaving a long, nasty burn mark along your scarecrow form. As it does so, you can feel your body starting to almost uh, starting to feel like it almost paralyzed for a second, but you're able to push through as you just bolt, just running full speed, dipping into those tunnels, uh, dipping into the tunnel up ahead. The tunnel seems to go on for a little bit longer, but you can immediately smell the remnants of something cooking in this room of the room coming up ahead and with that that is going to Maisie that would be your turn then 
Maisie, you you made that dome. Uh, you were currently standing in the middle of it, as you basically have to stay in the middle of it uh, to maintain it. Uh, currently, I believe Pepper and Clove are in there with you, as the both of them are kind of crouched down. Is there anything that you would like to do? Um, I'm gonna check on Pepper and Clove and see where Pepper's at, kind of frustratedly. Like, are you okay? Um. Clove, did you, like, literally pick me up and carry me into the bell, or did I go under my own steam? Yes. I think. I, if I remember correctly, I I hoisted you up and got yeah. you in there. I've been, you know, ejected from the nightclub of life by Clove, which is good. <laughs> I wasn't doing very well. Um, <laughs> all right, so Pepper's sitting on the floor, and she looks up at Maisie, and she's like, Arthur's going to get Jean-Paul back, Right? Right? That's what Arthur said. That's not high on my list of priorities. What are we doing right now? What are you... <laughs> what? Are we... What are we doing right I, now? What are we doing? I don't know. Can you run? I think Can so. you walk? Can you carry her? And I'm going to look at Chloe. I'm, do I'm you have right any here. magic that can help heal her a little bit? Do we have any, like, I don't know, healing lettuce? that you can pull from your hat? Healing lettuce, no. No, I don't. Well, don't make it sound um, ridiculous. You've got my... You've got my cereal bar. Look, I want, to, like, all we can do is hope that Arthur comes back with my friend. That's why I'm asking you, do you think he's capable? Can he do this? Or do we need to go out there after him? I don't really know what Arthur is capable of at this point, and I don't know what your friend is capable of, or whether they would even want to come back together i don't i don't know anything about my guy what's going on with those coral zombies outside i'm just focused on getting pepper in here that's so hungry can we look and how close are the zombies like is the path from where we are to where um jean paul and arthur ran is it clear let me check one thing real quick so it's transparent from the inside. Oh, you're right. You're right. So yeah, you can see outside of it. Um, you can see the the couple of coral zombies, kind of uh, the one crab undead thing, and the one actually like more humanoid thing that's kind of just lunging forward, uh, shoulder first. More than one of them else is boloed. I did get one with my. Oh, bolo you're was. right. Uh, you boloed the uh, the zombie, I believe. Yep. The the more humanoid one. So that one's actually boloed and on the ground. Thank you for reminding me. So with the hut, could we feasibly, like, push them and squish them against the wall using our hut movements? That's a really good idea. Can the hut move? No, it remains stationary. Gotcha. No franchises. And can we... We can't, like, fire ranged weapons or magic through the hut can we? So Maisie... No. Maisie can't leave the hut at all. And but you two could theoretically like move a hand out, cast a spell, move a hand in. Okay. Or you could step out with a hand crossbow, bam, step back. We can go in and out of the hut as we like. You two can. Everybody but the person who cast it can. The person who cast it has to always be inside the hut. Right. And Yorick is still on Arthur's shoulder, right? Yes. Yeah, Yorick, Yorick flew along with them and is currently just staying on their shoulder. Little, the little fairy just kind of hanging out right there. Okay, well, I'm going to telepathically say to him, Yorick, honey, please do whatever you can to help Arthur keep Jean-Paul alive. Of course, I'll do what I, I'll do what I can. Anything, 
anything for uh, anything for you? Peppa sort of stares into space, and she's saying this like out loud, so you guys can hear what she's saying. And you see her sort of pause, and she's like, "I think Yurik's being sarcastic. I, I, <laughs> I can cope with that right now." Oh, you think I'm being sarcastic? <laughs> and that's Pepper's turn. <laughs> uh, technically, it was never Pepper's turn. Uh, well, Pepper's Pepper's gonna be miserable on her turn. <laughs> almost all her life. So I I better go back because te- I'll say the talking that you talked enough where it counts as like a bonus action. Is there anything that you would like to do on your turn, Maisie? As it technically is this whole time has been your turn. <laughs> Well, I'm kind of trying to just figure out what everyone can do, so I'll go back and ask Pepper if you can like run, or do you want to fight Clove? Can you contribute anything in this moment? Lord, my goodness! Yes, I can. Um, Clove can contribute. Apparently, all you sorts can't of contribute things. any healing tortilla chip crumbs, but. Um, if that would be nice, because Pepper is hurt. Yeah, and and look at look at Clove's style. They have a fish sword. Yeah, I'm doing my best. Okay, exactly. so what I'm thinking is I can cast Cloud of Daggers the second time that my magical abilities have saved the day today, and reach out through the hut and cast that at the two creatures out there before we start maybe uh, embarking down the hallway and do what we came here to do, which is make sure that our people are okay and investigate that. Okay, so for my action, can I give help to to Clove? Yeah, you can Clove the help Like, while we're inside the... Yeah, yeah. You can. I'll, I'll say that as you have the like after checking with them and doing all that, as you maintain the force of it, um, while uh, even with the dismissiveness to a certain degree that you've thrown their way, there's still a sense of like teamwork that you're kind of that you're able to kind of initiate with. So they feel they they know they can feel safe moving around and give you the help action whatever you choose to do. So that gives you advantage on your on the next roll you make, Clove. Okay. I can shoot lightning out of my hands or fire out of my hands. Um, can I try to go over and do some kind of check on Pepper's... Don't touch me! <laughs> on Pepper's hands? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> um, the the coral. Uh, you, well, you can't go me. over to the coral. Uh, and I don't think Pepper has any coral with them. No, it didn't... It didn't oh, I mean, like, stick. I thought some got, it like, tried. attached to them or it something. Tried. Oh boy, did it try. It tried, but it didn't, didn't connect. It would be very bad if it had connected. I will say that right now. Okay. Mm. Look, I, I, I'm happy to go and I'm, I'm not that badly hurt. I, I'd say if I had to like, you know, put an abstract number on the amount of life I have left in my body, and if the total amount was, you know, theoretically speaking, thirty-eight, I'd probably have theoretically speaking about eleven left. You know, and that's a really odd number to put in, but I'm just sort of speaking in metaphor here. Um, so I, I, if, if Yurik tells me that Arthur and J and JP. I guess I'm going with that nickname now. If they need us, I will go out and I will burn stuff down. But I don't want to go out and make myself a burden by getting myself killed. And also, I don't, I, I don't know if I trust you to keep the bell up if I leave you. I'll just... 
<laughs> Now's not the time, Pepper, really. Nobody needs that right now. I think this is important as a character note to make is that, is that Maisie started doing the, doing like a, a, a sassy just one handshake, like, no, 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 get away from me kind of handshake right there on that. Just a mm, 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 mm hand. So I just want to make make a note of that for all, all the listeners. Um, <laughs> since, since sadly you have not been able to join us on our Zoom calls. But if you donate to $1,000 to our coffee fund, <laughs> you can sit in <laughs> on you, mute for one episode. So what Alex if you does, donate $1,000, you can join in on a fucking session. I don't give a yeah. shit. We'll make it too. Uh, yeah. you, you'll you'll play you'll play <laughs> Nick to say plot Nick to. you'll play plot solver uh plot solver Esquire. Uh, it'll be great. Yeah. There's uh, with that we're gonna jump to Arthur as Arthur is currently racing down there. Arthur, you bolt through into the other room. You basically arrive just in time to see John Paul Pierre Martin's uh, uh, body just burnt on the back, a little bit of smoke rising up from it, sprinting down there with the jellyfish just floating around in there. What do you want to do? Um, did I hear, um, Yurik talk to, uh, Pepper? Yeah. Yeah, you heard Yurik talk to Pepper. And Yurik's right there. Yurik's giving you the help action for anything that you want to do. Oh, nice. Okay. How many jellyfish are, are above, um, JP? There's five in the room in total, three of which were going, uh, three of which have been going after JP. You can see that JP's sprinted through this room already, though. Like, yeah. full-on just bolted through it. So there aren't any currently, like, there seems to be a couple that were sort of, like, lackadaisically following, but none of them seem to move especially fast. They're, they're jellyfish. Like, they're not, they're not picking up speed. Uh, I'm gonna yell out to Jean-Paul. Okay. I'm just, I'm just gonna yell out, uh, slow down! Can I respond to that? Yeah, absolutely. You can hear, you can easily hear, like, the, it's, it, it has cave rules, so it echoes and all that oh, kind of stuff. Oh, hell yeah, cave rules. Um, <laughs> cave rules with a Z. <laughs> uh, cave rules. I shout back, Zen, catch up! If you slow down, I can heal you. Oh, wait. I'm not a rogue, so I can't, like, double my speed if I dash. Well, you can action dash. So you wouldn't be able to heal him on this turn, but if you action dash, you can basically run straight across the room and get up to him. Okay. Yeah, um, I'll do that then. Okay. I'll use um, If you go fast this way, to be clear, though, if you go fast this way, uh, just to be, like, clear about yeah. it, you will have to run in the path of a, a couple of the jellyfish, uh, and you didn't see them attack him, so you don't know which ones have already spent their reactions. Is that okay? No, I'll go around. Okay, cool. So you're like, you're just a little bit back from, you basically make it to the exit way, like okay. the exit out of the room, but you're not able to make it all the way to him. You can see him like 10, 15 feet in front of you, but you, as you kind of bolt around, taking your, t like carefully sidestepping and zigzagging your way through this room, that way none of them have a chance of hitting you. Okay. Okay. Uh, I do that's my action want to, to oh. note that when uh, Arthur screamed, I can heal you, I made a very audible, yeah, <laughs> sound in response <laughs> uh the little the little fairy would just go just um uh that's that's french for thank you oh very nice just, just here to help <laughs> you're so kind and i do want to say that burn um on the ship very funny oh yeah of course i'm i am uh i'm what's called a practical jokester i'm pretty young for fairies i'm only about a couple hundred years old so you know i've got like a good sensibility and a good i like to make people laugh and joke around and um you you should really see the things i can get up to when i'm given a couple mirrors <laughs> uh, all right and that'll make it uh i guess that would make it clove's turn 
Sorry, I was honestly in debate about even giving the like in a true sense of giving you two turns because you had to use because of how much Maisie the turn turned into like a collective turn. But uh, Clove, it is your turn. Okay. Would you say that the uh, two coral zombies out there yeah. are within about five feet of each other? Yeah, they're uh, no, actually not with the other one that got knocked down. Uh, the crab has kind of kept moving forward, so they'd be about, like, 10, 15 feet away from the other zombie that currently is below tied up on the ground. And how close is the crab to the bell? Uh, it's, it's, like, 15 feet. Okay. You know from, you saw how fast it moved. It's not especially fast. It's fast enough where it would catch up to the bell by the end of, by the, by its turn. Okay. Can I leave the bell, move towards the crab, and attack it on the same turn? Yeah, I mean, leaving the bell in an action or anything, you can just step out of it. So you can walk okay. up 15 feet, you just kind of move up towards it, uh, and what are you attacking it with? I don't know bell rules, I'm not that fancy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Look at us using bell rules over here. <laughs> I don't know, all of a sudden there's a bell and I gotta know the bell rules. They expect <laughs> us to follow the bell rules, I don't know what... Uh, <laughs> you just do this for four hours if allowed to. Public school system in Arizona ain't that good. You <laughs> okay, I will attack with my rapier. Okay. Ooh. 17. 17? Uh, 17 definitely mm-hmm. hits. Cool. And for damage... Damn, ten. Ten? Nice. You slice in there, pull the blade, and straight up pull one of its claws off. It kind of flies and rattles against the ground. Nice. That one was for you, Pepper. However, because you hit it, some of the coral's going to shoot out at you automatically as its reaction. Does a 17 hit you? Yeah. Okay, you take seven (laughs) points of piercing damage. Oh. As you slice into it and some of the core, as you slice into it, you cut it and as your arm moves up, the coral actually grows to match and slices into your arm. You you pull it free and you can see like the gash, like just like awkward, like almost holes. I don't know if you've ever cut yourself with, cut yourself on coral by accident. I have never cut myself with coral. That'd be the worst way to cut yourself. Please don't cut yourself with coral. But if you've ever accidentally like stepped on coral and you get those weird little holes and stuff, it kind of. I don't like even that. get a, a, a any, any deck save opportunity. No, it was an attack roll. I'm so sorry. That's fair. <laughs> no, it's okay. I, I'm just, I'm just. You know, it's looking terrible um, though. Like you have, you have brutally hurt this creature. Is there anything else you like to do? Oh God, I'm gonna go back in the bell. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, technically spend its reaction making that, so you're able to just, like, side step back, holding your blade up, just carefully sidestepping back into there as you fade back into the bell. Ah, oh, fuck. I show my wound to them. Look. You're not meant to be a colander, baby. <laughs> Blood stays uh, inside. <laughs> that is going to make it the crab's turn. The crab is going to kind of march over towards the bell, and just kind of hold its claw, like just kind of like standing there staring forward. It can't see inside, you know it can't, but it's just kind of looking forward. Seems to be waiting for something. Um, that's gonna make it the jellyfish's turn. Uh, the jellyfish can move. Uh, three of the jellyfish are able to get right next to you, Arthur, but they have to dash to do it. So you just see them kind of just bloop, bloop. bloop yeah. right over towards you, kind of surrounding you on all on your whole backside, kind of blocking it off. 
Um, they're all like right next to you. You can hear the crackle of electricity from their tentacles that just kind of hang there, flowing back and forth, back and forth. Uh, and that would make it Pepper's turn. Okay. Um, I think Pepper's not, well, Pepper's uh, inclination is always to like run and hide, but when she sees that Clove's been injured, she's like, right. Okay. No, that's not, I'm not going to have that. Nope. Nope. Um, and she'll just stick as much of herself out of the bell, trying to avoid the crab as much as possible. Sure. It um, will take an attack opportunity on you, um, but it'll have, you have basically cover is the way I'm going to do it. So you have basically, a, cool. you're going to have half cover for all intents and purposes. So it's, you're going to have a plus five to your AC on this attack as okay, it's okay. reaching up to try to grab it. Um, um, and I'm going to cast Burning Hands at first level. Okay. Um, that is a 21 wanna... to hit. <laughs> I okay. Um, well, you know what? I may not. I might even have to say what I wanted to do because that probably won't hit. Let me give it a go. <laughs> well, it's plus five to your AC, so it's twenty-one enough to hit you with a plus five to your AC. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let me check the giant crabs attack stat. So that's five points of bludgeoning damage. As its claw grabs you by the wrist and pulls you out of it. You are now grappled. Did I get to do my spell first? You can still do your spell. You can still do your spell right now. Like, this doesn't impact your ability to do your spell, to be clear. Um, it just, this would technically go up first because it goes off as soon as your hand leaves. As you begin the process of casting. But it doesn't, like, interrupt it or anything. I have Hellish Rebuke as a spell. Mm -hmm. If I cast that... Will I be able to also do Eldritch Blast? Yeah, because Hellish Rebuke is a, is, a can, is a reaction, so it doesn't spend your action. Does it, it doesn't count as part of your action economy on a turn. It's really one of the few ways you can cast multiple spells in the same, leveled spells in the same turn. Excellent. Okay, I'm going to angle that cone um, to hit as many of the coral monsters and, if possible, the crab as possible. That cone yeah. of fire. So Absolutely. Pepper decides to improvise and cast it single-handedly, so spreads one hand. <laughs> <laughs> the fingers of one hand and swings it out towards the monsters. Um, so the, I believe that's a deck save, right? It is. You need to get a 14. Okay, so the uh, crab gets a 8 and the coral zombie that's on the ground got a 0. <laughs> okay, that's 19 points of fire damage. Okay, they, they literally, well the zombie still technically needs to make it if they got a nat 20. Oh, that's high, but not high enough. Um, the fire burns out, incinerating them as it does so. How do you want to kill these things? Yeah! Oh, wow. Okay, uh, I'm going to have them flail around a bit, like um, underpaid stunt actors covered in um, fire. Um, <laughs> and I want to hear the crab cook, and I want to hear whistling coming out of its the, sort of fishes in its shells, uh, like the, the holes in its, its shell, and... I want to see any bit of the crumble, any bit of the coral that I can reach crumble, just crumble into ash. I love it. Yeah, that the the coral burns away and disintegrates into ash as the crab, the smell of freshly cooked crab floats mm. through into it. Maisie, you know that's a well cooked crab. I want it Somehow to be a kettle, basically. I want to hear it scream if it has a goat mouth. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can make a mouth. I'm in a bad mood. Um, <laughs> uh, do I get to even hellish rebuke anything? Is there anything left for me to rebuke? Not in the room. I mean, you nothing like you could have hellish rebuked before you did burning hands. Oh. Um, fuck. 
But this way you killed everything, and Hellish Rebuke would have only killed one thing, so in the long run you really just saved yourself a spell slot. Okay. Um, as you're just, as <gasps> everything burnt away. she pops her head away. back in, and she's like, I killed the thing that hurt you, Clive. <sighs> I think. You're Some amazing. And I'm hungry. <laughs> of course you are. Yeah. <laughs> 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 There's just so much sass as you're just holding up the bell. <laughs> just... Um, and with that, that brings us all the way back to the top of initiative. JP, what are you going to do? So looking back, I can see Arthur following me with the, uh, three jellyfish immediately following them. Yeah. Yeah. The three jellyfish have been kind of encircled to a certain degree. He still okay. has a path forward towards you. They haven't like got on, but oh, they haven't like gotten all the way around. They just kind of yeah. surrounded the backside of him. Okay. Uh, how clean of a shot do I have to the jellyfish? You can, you can easily shoot him. Okay, yeah, let's take... You can see one has a bolt in it currently. That's the one I'm going for. Okay, go for it. Uh, And as a note, you'll have sneak attack, because one of your allies is technically within five feet of it. Awesome. I got a 22. 22? Definitely hits. So roll that plus the extra damage from sneak attack. 10 damage. Okay, 10 damage is enough on that guy. You fire your bolt at it, and it pierces all the way through flying straight through it. Uh, it collapses down into a blubbery mess on the ground. Rad. Uh, and then now I'm just going to continue sprinting. Just so Arthur gets the visual, uh, I want to sprint the same way Woody does from Toy Story, when his arms... <laughs> like, Your arms just flailing about? Yeah, as I'm holding the crossbow, and it's just... It's just limp and loose. <laughs> uh, as you sprint forward, running as fast as you can. Are you bonus action dashing? Yeah. Okay, so that means you have a 35-foot movement speed, if I remember properly? 45. 45. So you run 90 feet as you sprint into the next room. You can see there's a path off to the left and back that re-enters into this room. You don't know exactly where off that one goes. You can see this is the largest room there, and there are a couple of corpses of uh, different humanoids. You can see what looks to be a gnome, a human, a tabaxi as well, all in this room, uh, all kind of collapsed on the ground. The human looks severely burnt, which is where that smell was coming from. You can see as well as a couple of beds coming from over on the far side of the room that seem to be like like a couple sets of bunk beds right next yeah. to each other, uh, a couple of tables, a kitchenette area, as well as a the walls of the coral. You can see what look to be like human humanoid figures kind of almost outlined in the coral to a certain degree and a large purple sword stabbed into it that seems to be okay. from the area around it you can see purple energy flowing into the coral um uh i'm gonna call upon uh mon petit mm-hmm. uh i'm just gonna give him his uh a simple command which is which means uh do your rounds his little kind of uh vicinity check okay roll a perception check from mon petit all right. Am I gonna just do a flat with the? Uh... Um, yes, I don't believe uh, I don't believe they get um, any bonuses to it. Eighteen. Mon Petit begins scurrying around. I can see that a variety of can see a couple of things. First, that a variety of the bodies have kind of that are the outlines are uh, people who've died longer ago and are actually being held within the coral. You're guessing these are going to be more zombies, similar to what you've dealt with in the previous room. Um, moreover, Mombatit can see that the energy pulsating out of the sword seems to be almost infecting and flowing into the cor- uh, into the coral uh, walls, um, leading to some kind of negative effect. They also notice that the bed has uh, 
that the one of the top bunks of the bed actually does have a body in it with a dagger stabbed through it. Cool, cool. And that would be your turn. That is going to make it Maisie's turn. Maisie, you are inside the dome, but you know you can see that everything inside of this room is currently down. Uh, the crab and the zombie are currently down, burnt to a crisp. The crab smells delicious, more um, well-cooked, well-seasoned. It's a little upsetting, um, since I know how much you value being a chef here. But it is. But it does smell perfectly, perfectly cooked. What would you like to do from inside I your I did bill? that by accident. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't even trying. Just perfectly cooked that crab. <laughs> I secretly respect you a little bit. And, uh... Then I'm just gonna look around and say, shall we go? I'll gesture toward where they ran. Can you... Pepper, can you... Run? Do we, should, do we need to carry you? No, don't touch me! Alright, that solves that. And I'm just gonna start walking toward... <laughs> okay. Where where they ran okay um how how far do you want to walk do you want to dash as well because as you you step out the do- the bell fades with a loud ding like a loud gong sound um and you just begin to walk out uh are you just gonna try to book it full speed what's the plan here I cautiously move forward i don't know what's down that way Sure. So you walk out but 30 kind of feet quickly. down, um, at the very least, getting into, at the very least, you make it to the entryway of the next chamber. You can see the two jellyfish on Arthur, and a couple, two more jellyfish are kind of floating around that room, as well as the uh, messed up pieces from uh, some sort of train-themed board game that is legally distinct from Ticket to Ride. <laughs> Do I recognize the jellyfish? Like, maybe what they eat? Roll a nature check. Uh, 14? Uh, with a 14. You look at the, um, you look at the jellyfish, you know that generally speaking jellyfish eat, you know, stuff like krill, um, small, small stuff like that, but they're very protective of territory. Okay, can I use, let's see, I kind of want to make a swarm appear of, to kind of distract them. Okay. How are you doing that? With minor illusion. Okay, so you're going to make a minor illusion of, like, krill to kind of try to distract them? Yeah. And can I presigitate some kind of, like, noise to go along with it to kind of sell it? Um, they're both actions. You can only do really one of them. And I believe they're both concentrations. You can only do one at a time. Uh, however, if you... Whichever one... Which one would you... If you wanted to try to make it look like there are krill there, I'll let you roll, like, a, a deception check. Uh, but you can replace the charisma for intelligence. Even if they're cantrips? Yeah, cantrips, in this case, uh, it's casting time. So you'll see they both have a casting time of one action. Uh, and I believe they're both concentration. Mm. Concentration means that you have to be concentrating on the spell for it to stay up. So you can't cast two concentration spells at the same time. Watch me. Where would I see if they're concentration? They don't have the little C next to them in my app. Uh, I thought they were. Let me ch- let, let me check just to be on the safe side. Oh, shit. I, for some reason, thought these were both concentration spells. I am wrong. So they are both actions, so you can do one and then the other, but you can't do both on this turn. Okay, so I'm just going to try to deceive them with a swarm of something. Cool. So roll uh, intelligence plus proficiency. Uh, 19? 19. Oh, holy shit. So you make these krill kind of appear floating about, and all of the jellyfish, you can especially Arthur can tell as they kind of pivot and begin to refocus on on them. 
and I'll just try to direct them toward the far end of whatever room we're in. Sure, you can kind of pivot them off to the side of this room. You can see you kind of shelving units with other board games that are legally distinct. Um, uh, tragedy at House on Haunted Hill and Twilight Dynasty, stuff like that. Clock Tales. Clock Tales, yeah. Dragon Wingspan. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's my turn. Okay, that will make it Arthur's turn. Arthur, you can see they have re-pivoted their focus away from you, but there are still okay. two within melee range of you. Okay, well then I would... Because I see, like, Maisie and the, the team, correct? Uh, you can see Maisie. The other two haven't had a chance to get up here yet. Um, okay. So you can... But you can see Maisie. You can see the krill that have kind of... The, the illusionary krill. You're familiar with Maisie's ability to do this, so you're, you're able to kind of put two and two together there. Okay. Yurik, can you... Uh... Can you make sure uh, Pepper's okay? Can you talk to her? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me, let me reach out. Uh, I'll, I'll totally do that for you. It's not a bother at all. Uh, Pepper, are you there? Pepper? Hello. He kind of puts two fingers to his forehead like Professor X. Pepper? <laughs> Pepper does the same thing. She's like, yes. Hello, Pepper. This is, this is your, uh, your BFF, uh, uh, for life. Uh, how, how, you know, you okay? You safe? Mm, pretty close to dying, but at the moment I'm safe. Okay, uh, I'll I'll relay it. Uh, they're like almost dead, but in a good way. Uh, okay, um, that's not not usually how that works, but okay. No, uh, I mean gonna... you know you're in a dangerous place. You know they're not dead. They're they're not dying. They're not being attacked currently. But you know. Okay. Thank thanks for being more clear. Uh, then yeah, of I'm course. gonna I'm here, uh, I'm whip here to around. Help. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to whip around and uh, <laughs> shoot two rounds at those uh, those jellyfish. Okay, you're shooting at them? Yep. I'm going to do... Cool. Uh, You'll have disadvantage because you're within melee range. Okay, that's fine. Cool. So first one was a 19. The other one was a 17. Nice. Is that the first attack? Uh, that's the first attack, yep. Yeah, that definitely hits. All right. Let me roll two D8s before I get out of hand. Sure. Uh, I got eight on that first one, and then I'm going to use an extra attack and attack the second jellyfish. You got eight points? Yeah, eight points uh, pierces through it, just bam, right into it. Um, you can see more of its, uh, more jelly seems to just pop out of it, kind of pour out. Okay, and then I'm going to go ahead and attack that second one, firing another round. Twelve and... A six. Six is not enough, sadly. And the second one, as you pivot and turn, you aim and fire, and it just flies past it. You kind of pivot too fast. It's too close. You kind of just misfire just slightly. Okay. And I end my turn. Cool. I do actually want to make sure for everybody, um, and I don't care if this gets cut or not, but uh, make sure you're keeping track of your ammo. So as you're spending ammo, make sure that you are erasing it from your inventory. Okay. Um, it will be, it's not going to seem important right now. It will definitely be important and uh, this one become important. Thank you. Cool. So you fire that first shot off, slamming into it. You can see a bit of, a bit of jelly kind of flow out of that one. Then you fire at the second one and it just flies right past it. Uh, is there anything else you have to do? Ask Yurik to grab my bolos. Uh, Yurik kind of just goes, they're all the way on the other side, man. <laughs> I mean, you can fly, right? Well, yeah, but I can get attacked too. What the... You could fly, right? But okay, you know, if I mean, if it's an inconvenience. 
Yeah, it's an inconvenience. I just did mind powers for you. And I appreciate that. Uh, and and <laughs> thank you so much, Jess, for giving me your um, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I'll end my turn there. Uh, that makes it Clove's turn. Clove, you hear the sound of two gunshots fire off there, and you then you hear the sound of Yurik being very sassy. Uh, what would you like to do? All right. <clears throat> well, I mean, I'm going to kind of confer with Pepper here. So neither of us are doing so hot. Mm-hmm. Um, I say we kind of follow, but maybe, like, hang back a little bit. Like, just let Maisie go first. Uh, oh, you, you mean, like, She's a human shield? No, like as a scout. Like, like as a lookout. Mm. Pepper wants to say yes, but she's burned with a conscience. So she <laughs> says to Maisie, Maisie, be careful, we're following you, okay? We're right behind you. We're your backup, I guess. Take your time. <laughs> Take, what, did, what did she just say? Take my, okay, no, I'm staying right here. I hope she dies. <laughs> I, hope you get, I hope you get killed by those evil seed pinatas. Maisie. Got on my last fucking nerve. Um, Pepper's <laughs> gonna stay where she is and say to Clove, look, if we get, like, the ladder is the only way out if, if the zombies swarm um, and we can't get to the exit, it's gonna be really bad. So I'm gonna stay here and count to 100. And okay. practice mindfulness. Okay, do me a favor real quick. Count to one hundred. I just count to six for me, if you'd be so kind. One, two, three, four, five, six. Cool. Thank you. Um, I just need to. I needed to pace it out. So with that, uh, it's still technic. Uh, it's still Clove's turn. Clove, what are you doing? As Pepper begins to count to a hundred before doing anything. I'm just gonna take his uh, Arthur's little ropey do just for safekeeping. Sure. You know. Yeah, it's very easy to case. walk over and pull it off. Um, mm-hmm. Especially with it burnt, mm-hmm. it's not even any real effort. It kind of just peels, it just pops right off. Just gonna tuck that away deep in my pocket. Okay. Actually, I have my magical briefcase um, that's kind of just strapped over me. I feel like that's something I can just kind of take with me and strap to my back. Sure. Uh, I'm gonna put it in there. Yeah, I'll see. Start- yeah sort of magical it's a little bit of a bag of holding type deal so i can scurry it away in there yeah you can pop your briefcase open throw it onto there and then kind of like you got a little straps you can kind of throw over your backpack so you make it turn it into a little backpack that you're wearing perfect and then uh i'm gonna sort of just cautiously edge down the the hallway i don't want to completely get pepper out of my sight um but just like like stealthy crouch behind Maisie's path if I can. Absolutely. Um, roll a stealth check for me. I will. Eleven. Eleven. You you kind of pink panther your way behind, uh, <laughs> getting getting pretty close behind Maisie. Uh, Maisie, you're you're well aware that Chloe is there. Uh, you can still see Pepper. <laughs> you can still see you can still see Pepper back there. Seven, eight, nine. Ten. Um, and perfect. That would be that would basically be your whole turn then. Is that okay? Yep, that's great. Cool, cool. Uh, that would make it the jellyfish's turn. The one that you shot, Arthur, is going to take a whack at you. You will try. Uh, that's a twenty-two. It does. It hits it. Okay. 
Oh, minimum damage, though. So that's three points of lightning damage. And I need you to make a constitution save. Uh, nine. Nine? Nine is not enough. So the lightning slams into your back, burning you. And you can feel it kind of race through your body. And it tenses up. And you are paralyzed. You kind of collapse to the ground, unable to move. Um, with that, the other, because it paralyzed you successfully, it's going to get to take a second attack. Does a 14 hit you? No, it does not. Cool. It kind of swipes at you, but you're just slightly out of range of its tentacle. Uh, the other three are going to pivot away from you and head over towards the krill. And you can see them kind of just kind of bobbing over the krill, trying to like eat it without much luck. Okay. As they're just kind of confused as they're kind of just bobbing around. They're they're not smart creatures. That makes it Pepper's turn. Uh, does Yurik let me know that Arthur's hurt? Oh, yeah, Yurik, Yurik would reach out as, as Arthur hits the ground and just goes, uh, um, so he's he's down for the count, I think, maybe. I'm not sure what's going on here. If you could if you could help out or whatever, that'd be nice. Or, you know, he does seem to have, like, some sort of blades on him if you want me to, you know, do anything about it. You just let me know. Do what? Nothing, nothing, nothing at all. Nothing at all. Don't even worry do about what? it. Do what? Nothing, nothing. Don't even worry about it. I'm a, I'm a nice person. You're not allowed to practice euthanasia like that. That doesn't even really fit the bill of... No... Shit. Pepper stands up. Everybody has the right to a respectful death. Um, yeah, but you're not very respectful, sweetie. I mean, I love you a lot, and you're really funny. <laughs> um, and if I was, if I'm, if I'm ever gonna, if I ever live to go on another bender, I'm totally bringing you with me. But respectful, come on. No, you're you're right. You're you're right. Just do what okay. you gotta do. Do what you gotta do, Pepper. Shit. If you just let me know if you want me to salt his wounds. <laughs> I can hear this, right? Pepper laughs. Uh, you are paralyzed, but yes, you can still hear. So Arthur's you can see him. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Arthur's just stuck in place. He looks um... like when every old man dies of shock. <laughs> You're like, if you have a pen, you can draw a dick on his forehead. Um, but I'm coming, okay? <laughs> okay. What are you doing? Um, Pepper follows Clove. Um, she'll run to catch up. Um. Mm -hmm muttering under her breath, not being particularly stealthy because she doesn't realize that Pepper is trying to, sorry, that Clover is trying to be stealthy because <laughs> they're just not. Um, I'm not doing like, a great job at it, to be fair. So Pepper's like, I'm, I'm coming with you. Apparently Arthur just got paralyzed and if he dies, the captain's going to be angry. And if he dies of your ex handwriting on his forehead, the captain's going to be suspicious. So... Clove hides a snicker. You can hear. She hears that he you can smell a little bit of sharpie as a, you hear the sound of a cap being uncapped. <laughs> Amazing. <sighs> okay. Um. How far along the corridor can I get? Um. Can I get to the point where actually I can see the jellyfish that's currently attacking Arthur? Yeah. Yeah. It's like thirty feet away. It's like across the room, thirty, forty-five feet away. Okie dokie. I'm gonna L just blast it. Cool. Or I'm gonna try to anyway. Um. I got a thirteen to hit. Thirteen. 13 is enough to hit it. Oh, man. Um, can I say I was distracted by whatever your ex drawing? No, it hit. Um, you, you hit. So you can be a little oh, distracted. Oh, I did hit it. Yeah, okay. 13, 13 Sorry, is Sorry, I thought it wasn't enough. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm going to roll the damages now. Okay. And I think at your level you should have two Eldritch Blasts, right? Oh, what? I rolled a zero? That's no, a I 10. rolled a 10. 
Yay! I got so you did max damage? 13 points of... Yeah, 13 points of, um, oh, of lightning you, damage. How do you want um, to kill this so, thing? Wait, it's lightning damage? It's Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast normally does... Doesn't Eldritch Blast normally do force damage? It's force damage. On a hit, the target takes 1d10 force damage. Cool. Uh, Pepper sees what's happening, and she giggles, and there's, like, that bright bead of laughter. <laughs> so you giggle and as... she, like, as... laughs and points... <laughs> And then there's like that quiet flash and then lightning spreads like a sheet over the jellyfish and it should convulse and die fairly quickly. She's not, yeah. she's not, yeah. You, you euthanasia this one, as you can yeah. see, as it kind of shakes, convulses and collapses down into just a puddle, uh, the bullet kind of tinging and rolling out of it, um, that mm. Arthur fired into it. You can see your, the, your little fairy just kind of like looks down, looks up, looks down the mess, kind of looks at you, gives a thumbs up. I'm gonna it. give him. I'm gonna put my finger out and give him like our equivalent of a fist bump. It'll it'll do the same thing over towards you. Okay, Arthur, are you okay? Yeah, you say that, and Arthur is Arthur. Uh, you can make any noise you can make without opening your mouth or moving your mouth. Mm-hmm. You're okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Maisie, Maisie, your friend's dying. How long is he gonna be paralyzed for? Do we know or? Who knows. Maisie, could be could be next turn. It could be it could be three years, probably not three oh, years. Okay, I'll stoop down and see if I can see what I can do to help him. Uh, you'd have to move. You're he's on the other side of the room, so you're not like next oh. to him. Uh, you fired across him that Eldritch Blast. You do have another Eldritch Blast if you want to fire that at him and see if that helps. <laughs> that would yeah, help. It. You're it right. probably wouldn't, but I'm Wait, just giving you, you the option. Are you the DM or are you your back? <laughs> I, I guess I was the DM there for a second. Um, <laughs> um, can I see? Um, can I see John Paul? No, John Paul's well outside of you. Oh God! Do I leave Arthur and trust that Maisie will help him, or do I keep going and see if John Paul needs my help? Well, you've already moved and you've already used your action. So unless you oh. have another way to move or something like that, you're not really going much further than the entryway into this room. All right, then I'm just going to turn to Maisie and say, are you going to help him or should I move on? Thank you. <laughs> and that's my go. I love how supportive this group is. Mm-hmm. Y'all like really <laughs> seem to love each other. Um, <laughs> and that makes it John Paul's turn. John Paul, you heard the sound of Arthur falling down and him groaning in the background, the sound of conversation back there. You hear all that as you see this room. As you do, as you do kind of look around in here, as you were on uh, initiative count 20, you can actually see out of the wall. Um, I'm going to ask you to roll a d8 for me. Oh. Oh, boy. Um, that's the one with the eight sides, yeah? Yes, that is. It has eight sides. I mean, all of them, all of them above a d6 have at least eight sides. I hate you so much. If you want to roll a higher die, you can. Uh, I rolled a five. Rolled a five. You can see, you hear this like crunching, breaking noise as one, two, three, four, five zombies pull themselves off of the wall. You can okay. see the coral piercing through their bodies as they let out these gasping groans. Uh, how far away is the sword embedded in the wall from me? The sword's on the other side. It would be about another 45 feet to get up to it. Uh, and there were zombies all over. Zombies have basically popped up all along that side of the wall. Okay, so uh, you're saying it's on the other side of me, and then the zombie... What side so of like the wall? So, like, the zombies palled off the far wall 
as you can see, just a medley of different like humanoid shapes with these with these coral outcrops piercing through it as they let out these groaning sighs. Uh, the blade kind of right above the head of the middle. Okay. Okay. You would. Can you can actually. Uh, what's your passive perception? For? My passive perception is a plus six. So. Oh no! A hold on. 16. Passive perception itself. Yeah, sixteen. So, yeah, with a 16, you notice that the same purple energy that is flowing out of the blade, kind of just almost pulsating lightly, is in the eyes of all of the zombies. Cool. I mean, I figured as much. Okay, I just, okay whatever. Uh, Excuse me for giving clues. Are these things described as humanoid? No. Um, no. Uh, undead takes precedence for humanoid. Gotcha. They have a okay. humanoid shape, but they are not technically considered humanoid for sake of, like, abilities. Uh, I'm going to cast Mage Hand as a cantrip <laughs> and try to tug the sword out of the wall with the Mage Hand. What's the <laughs> weight limit on Mage Hand? Well, are we talking uh, lift weight or PSI? I hate you. I hate you so much. It has a specific weight limit on it. It, ha it says how much it can lift. I think it's 10, 10 pounds. 10 pounds? Okay. So, yeah, I could apply 10 pounds of pressure. That should be enough, yeah, to try to yank it out. I am going to say roll roll your spellcasting modifier. Like, so roll like roll like you're making a spell attack. So it should be your spellcasting plus your proficiency. I think you're charisma-based. Yeah, so I've got a plus eight here. Okay. Jesus, yeah. And that is a 17. 17? The... Mage Hand reaches up and kind of pulls, and it doesn't immediately give, and the Mage Hand kind of pivots and pushes mm. down on it instead, applying just 10 pounds of pressure straight down, not even trying to lift it. And as it does, it pushes it, and the blade slides out. Okay. Uh, can, I'm going to need to roll a couple of d12s real quick. 15. 15. Holy shit, that's 25. Uh, you can see through the coral energy pulsates out through it and each of the zombies explodes their heads per bursting in front of you boom 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 uh can you do a can you do five deck saves for me please five deck saves <laughs> yes has coral shrapnel flies in all directions okay and you're the only one close enough to be in the receiving end of it mon yeah mon petit. Make, we'll do mon uh, five first. deck saves because they are also in in there Mon Petit are six, four, three, ten, and eight. They should have a modifier, but there's no way it'll get it high enough. Mon Petit is shredded in the shrapnel. And <gasps> oh, oh, no! They just kind of are swallowed by an etherealness as they disappear. Couple legs popped off. Well, they're they're uh they they're there, there seems to be a running narrative of of, of Jacob just obliterating arachnids. Huh? <laughs> Yeah. Pulls a spider apart. Uh, okay. So it's here the are only mine. thing that keeps me going. You should see what I do to vinegar rooms. So mine are uh, 16. Okay. Saves. 13. Saves. 14. Saves. Jammy Dodger. 26. Definitely saves. And 10. That's the only fail so far. That's ridiculous. I like to you imagine uh, Jean-Paul moves like the mask 
like Jim Carrey when they're shooting <laughs> at him and he's like um, yeah you're you're just bouncing you're rubbery and just bouncing in and out and as you do though it seems like it's going well and then you feel something hit you hard in the stomach and you take six points of slashing damage Ooh. as there's a large chunk of coral just slammed in there however I need you to roll a wisdom save off that uh oh <laughs> eight Okay, with an eight, you hear a voice kind of push itself into your mind, like a collection of a thousand voices. Mm-hmm. All together, just... Thanks, bro. <laughs> oh, is, okay, is that it? There's no more, like, antagonist around you at the very least. The blade falls loosely onto the floor. The corpses of the exploded uh, coral zombies just kind of surrounding everywhere. Mm-hmm. Just bright okay. pinks, blues, and purples, and a little bit of your red blood. I want to go pick up Mon Petit's shredded corpse. You pick up Mon Petit's, you pick up Mon Petit's broken little body. Uh, it's <laughs> you. You hold them in your hand. They, they kind of gasp at up, up you and just do a just do a final just. And, and you can see the light fade away as they kind of no, fall apart. Out of all of its eyes. Yeah. Okay. As they fall apart into ash, uh, you know that in French they just said, um, uh, um, uh, "Mr. Stark, I feel, I feel terrible." Oh no, that's not what "en uh, in French means. It means, uh, uh, "In my eyes, you will always be my father." <laughs> <laughs> that is its last words in French. Is and in for yeah. you, what everybody else would hear is, <laughs> but you do hear in your eyes, "You will always be my father." Yeah. As, um, as it falls into sand and fades through your fingers. Uh, okay, well, I'm going to hold up onto as much of the sand as I can, and I'm just going to kind of lackadaisically walk over to the sword and just pick it up. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to exit the room to join everybody else. I'm going to say, if you all want to, does anybody want to maintain combat? Okay, I, currently you have no antagonist dealing with you as it as right now, as the... Others, as the other jellyfish right now, are completely subsumed by trying to eat the krill. Um, just kind of bouncing around on top of the krill frustratedly, That the, the imaginary krill. Magical krill, I should say. John Paul, you hear in your head uh, just that same voice, just... Yeah, that was really yeah, appreciated, yeah, that was bro. Really I appreciated bro. I've been in the bad spot for the last little bit. That's just a thousand voices kind of say that all together. Okay. Uh, I walk over to uh, the rest of the group. Uh, just kind of melancholy walk over mm-hmm. uh, and I just present my hand and I go uh, and I got this and then I point to the giant chunk of uh, coral that's in my stomach yeah it's still just impaled in you yeah the blade that you hold is a rapier that kind of has as a rapier so the blade's a little thicker than your average rapier but it is entirely purple um, Arthur could you roll for me a constitution save again I was going to say, is everybody just surrounding me while I'm, like, laying on my stomach? Yeah. Yeah, more important things have just happened. Just looking Mon down Petit at you, just died. considering. Uh, I got 16. 16? You kind of yeah. come to as a little bit of Mon Petit sand falls into you, falls onto your face. <laughs> Can I step over his body and try to hug uh, Jean-Paul Pierre Martin? Yeah, absolutely. You can easily step over and as long Jean-Paul, Paul, Jean-Paul Pierre Martin, will you accept the hug? I, I give you like a questioning arm. Like I don't just go for it. I respect your boundaries, but. Uh, in a uh, bizarre twist of character, 
Uh, I roll up the bottom of my scarecrow hood for the first time. <gasps> what do they uh, see? Teeth and just a face. They just see <laughs> a face. I love that you started with teeth. This is, yeah. a fantasy, this is a fantasy world, though, so can you give me a little bit more than just a face and teeth? Because that oh, gives yeah. uh, zero content. It's ugly uh, Sonic. A very, yeah, uh, it's ugly Sonic teeth. No, uh, it is a very human face. Just from, like, the top lip down. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I thought it was going to be, like, the tooth fairy from Channel Zero. No. Like, like it was uh, just teeth. <laughs> and then I shovel Mon Petit's uh, dust into my mouth. Uh, swallowing it, uh, I then look over at Clove and uh, go, we both know that's what he would have wanted. <laughs> uh, and, and with Clove's outreach, with Clove's uh, outreach tan, kind of like doing a hug, I give a very apathetic high five. Oh my god. Uh, oh my god. And walk back towards the room I just came from. And in my limited French, I say, Mon ami, je suis très désolé. <laughs> and uh, let him, let him, let him have his space. Yeah, French. Clearly, yeah, he's he's going through it. <laughs> okay. Um. Did anybody try to help Arthur yeah. while I was away? Yeah. You can kind of maze these. You kind of get over there. Arthur's Arthur's kind of sort of coming to at this point, and kind of you can see they're kind of like stretching out a little bit. Their joints are working again. Um. I'm gonna look at him and say, uh, "How'd that work out for you?" Oh, bird! Yeah, not very good. But hey, I was just following orders. I went to go, you know, get our friend, and um, this guy said he was gonna kill me. <laughs> like he offered to like full on kill me while I was paralyzed. I wasn't gonna kill you. I was gonna. That's put honestly you down. pretty kind. <laughs> That's kind. Well, let me just remind you, they've all offered to kill you at one point. I'm just supporting another. I don't want you to. I don't want you to suffer. You seem like yeah. a, a good little line boy. Well, are, are any of y'all hurt? Pepper, how you doing? Me? Yeah, um, I mean, you you screamed out <laughs> whenever the, whenever you touched some coral, and I don't know. Jean-Paul, um, you doing good? Pepper I walked away of, by this point. Pepper sort oh, of, like, okay. takes some of the Mon Petit dust off your face and looks at it, and she's like, I can't believe he's gone. I'm never gonna, like, avoid him at breakfast again. Who's gonna eat my laundry now? Yeah, I guess the spider's dead. That's pretty sad. But um, can I, uh, can I, uh, can I use uh, lay on hands on Pepper? You have to touch me. Good luck. Pepper has said very loudly three or four times this session, "Don't touch me." Um, <laughs> I just like. Just, just be warned that she might bite you. Okay, well, you I can won't touch her. Like you okay, can always yeah. try. <laughs> no, I, I didn't even know. know how much I, I didn't know if I, if I could. You know what I mean? That's, no, she's that, like, that she's was... like giving off "don't touch me" vibes. Um, okay, I know, but like my question was mainly like towards Jacob. Like, do I have like the pool of, you know? Yeah, you haven't lost it that? unless you've spent it at some point already, which I don't think you have. It's refreshes daily, so I believe okay. you should have your full pool because I don't think you used it at all last session. So as long as you, oh, like, no. like it is a touch thing, so you just have to, at, like, any of the people yeah, you just yeah, have to sure. ask as long as they're okay with it. Yeah. I imagine most people, when explained what you're doing, wouldn't be against you, like, like lightly touching a shoulder or something to provide healing. Pepper, do you mind if I lay my hands on you and let Slovenius heal you? 
<laughs> what a creepy way to phrase that question. I yeah, that what? sounds. Yeah, that sounds like a. I don't like need. A tech do you mind if another, I put my hands you're on you in and allow another this room, snake TW, god to heal right? you? Keep your shit It's such a yourself. horrifying sentence. You're in another. I've room, been to that TW. church in the Appalachians. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> um, Peppa, I'm just gonna, you know, be nice and pretend that Peppa didn't hear it the first time round because she was thinking about, you know, Mon Petit and how she never got the chance to like conquer her fear of him, and she's like, "Sorry, what was that?" Would you like me to to heal you? If not, it's totally fine. I'll I'll go. No, that Maisie, be, are you hurt? Like, that would be fine. Um, thank you for trying to save Jean Paul. It sounds like you made a real effort. Thank you. Um. All right. Well, She'll uh, offer should you we... her hand. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Okay. I'll yeah. I'll, I'll help you. Um. Sorry. <laughs> Didn't know this was gonna go this way. So. <clears throat> Let me just. Why did you have to make it creepy again? <laughs> what are you talking like, about? I, I just. I, <laughs> excuse me. I gave, I, mean, you, just, just... I gave you my hand. I'm not flashing my ankles at you. <laughs> uh... <laughs> flashing my ankles. What are you rolling right now? I don't know. That's what I was about to ask. Well, lay on a hand just a pool. You can pick up to your total amount in your pool, which is five uh, times your level. So you have 25 points of healing currently that you can spend however you like, as long as you can touch somebody. Oh, wait. Okay. Um, Arthur, whatever healing you have, please, please give some to Clove. Uh, okay. Well, um, I'll give you... You said I can give up to 25? Yeah, because you're fifth level currently. You have five points per level. Okay. I'll do second level. So I'll give uh, uh, her 10. Cool. You don't have to think about that. You can break it up however you want. A really common trick with it, for those listeners at home, a very common trick people do with it is they'll give, like, 22 or something like that if they have 25, and then keep three so they can tap and basically bring people back to life. So when someone goes down, they can drop one, they can drop one, they can drop one, and they now have three basically bring backs for right there. Yeah, that's awesome. Nice. Okay. Uh-huh. Cool. Um, well, yeah, I'm going to just uh, give them, still give them 10. Okay. So you give, who are you giving 10 to again? Is that Pepper? To Pepper, cool. yeah. Pepper, you heal 10 points, as you can feel. Um, you, can you actually do a religion check party? Yeah. Uh, uh, Pepper, actually. Oh. I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, Arthur. I've robbed you of a roll. And this is my god, so does that help? Sure, I'll give you advantage. Yay, because I rolled a 15. Come on, Flavis. Oh, natural 20! Yay! Okay. You, uh, I got 23. Can... Nice. You feel the divinity from Arthur kind of flow, and you can tell this is the same guy. Like, this is... He didn't really catch it when they said it earlier, but you can feel, like, the interpretation and the relationship is different from yours and any, like, any of the other relationships you've kind of experienced with it. But this is very clearly faith for Tislovenius, as well as the faith is... There is no doubt in your mind that the faith is sincere. Like, this is true, like... This is pulling through divinely through the power of Slovenius. Hmm. As you can feel that kind of like flavorful kind of flow through your veins as your body heals. For a second, it almost has like a scaly quality to it as it kind of grows back lightly. And you can see her face kind of like freeze and she frowns deeply. And she's stuck between, oh, looks like 
there are more followers of the moon god than I thought. And maybe religion is meaningless because these assholes worship him too. So um, if, if worshipping this god doesn't make you a good person, what the fuck is the point? Um, and she stops and decides to file that away, that thought. And uh, you see her face kind of unfreeze and she's like, okay, uh, you worship the flavor stick. Could I uh, just do my little, uh, what I would say? Sure, absolutely. my hands on them. Okay. Um, I, like, bow my head, and I just, like, gently touch your shoulder, and uh, I say, Lord Slovenius, uh, please, please, Oh, my God. Heal. Can we please put, editor, can you put some organ music in the background, please? Oh, I got If there isn't, like, religious banjos. Heal my sister. God, he reigns. I say, um... Uh, Lord, please um, heal my sister in, uh, in faith with this and, uh, you know, make sure she's good to go from here on out. Thank you. By the time you open your eyes, Pepper has put her face back in a neutral expression. <laughs> <laughs> when you called her a... sister, she looked like she just, like, found popcorn under her gums. I give, <laughs> I give you a, a nice thumbs up. You're all good. <laughs> please help Clove. I'm Go, is there any uh, mom petite? I'm gonna go okay. check on Jean Paul, but first she sweeps the pieces of the train game into her bag. Sure. <laughs> you're able to steal. You're able to steal. Uh, steal all the pieces uh, of riding without a ticket, uh, and kind of get them all into your. Into your I've bag. seen that movie. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, perfect. Uh, what is? Is there any mom petite dust on the ground? There's a little bit still, but most of it Jean Paul had. All right, I'm going to pick up a little bit just on my paw and then just kind of subtly do, um, it's like a, a triangle, basically, like kind of crossing yourself, but a different action. So it's like forehead, shoulder, shoulder, forehead. Okay. And I say um, very quietly, you can't really hear me, but like tartar malt lemon. And then, uh, you know, back, back to it. So... <clears throat> Uh, well, I kind of want to explore the rest of this place, but yeah, if you want to like heal me first, that's fine. <clears throat> okay. Um, this will, I'm just gonna place my uh, my uh, hand on your on my paw on your shoulder again, and uh, I don't know if you believe in my same God, but <clears throat> Slovenius, if you're still there, please heal this person. <laughs> Slovenius, it's your me mind. again. <laughs> <laughs> With your mind, heal him, them, excuse me, heal them, um, and uh, protect us while we're down in the depths of the uh, the Underdark in the Oil Sea. Uh, and if you could, please also protect uh, Mon Petit on his um, descend down to hell. Um, I, I appreciate you. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> thank you, uh, and... Thank you for uh, you know bringing us together and killing those jellyfish and I killed the jellyfish. And, you know I'm just really gonna sit in this moment. Mm. I'm gonna heckle you. I didn't sign up for a sermon. You can heckle you a sermon, right? I'm gonna give uh, yeah. I'm gonna give uh, Clove uh, five points. Okay, Clove, you heal five points and you feel that magic flow through you and the intersecting points of your faith create this. 
um, this kind of fishy, taco-y flavor. Um, you'd, you know, you might even say it tastes like the Pacific Shrimp Taco from Taco Bell. Um, yes. Is that like a might, Japanese exclusive? It was like a thing for like three months because it was horrible. In like the 80s? Uh, yeah. Uh, they did like a, a fish thing. That sounds I, like I a recipe for diarrhea. Their fish story. It was like 10 years, it was 10 years ago, two years ago. So that would have been... Uh, 2010 would have been when the uh, uh, would have been when the Pacific Shrimp Taco was a thing. Um, oh. But the yeah, post but 9/11 the... was wild. <laughs> <laughs> it really messed uh, you guys but, up, didn't it? But the flavor, yeah. <laughs> but the the Pacific Shrimp Taco flavor kind of flows through, and you can can you do for me actually a religion check? Yes. Sorry for that interlude. The dog was scratching on the door and just needed to be included for a moment, so. It's okay, I feel like I do. Oh. Yeah, we know. Someone give me a hug, please. (laughs) (laughs) So, on my dice, there's a little B icon for the nat one, but I always get really excited because I think it's a B. It's got to be the 20, and then I look on the other side, and I'm like, nope, the B is the one. So, uh, yeah, nat one. For a second, you feel a flavor you do not recognize, a smell from a place that you like know deep in your history, but you cannot place. And it very clearly emanates from Arthur Greatmane the Third's magic. He ate your home. But you have no. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> you can smell his breath. But you don't, like, it doesn't feel, like, malicious or negative in any way. It just seems to be derived in some capacity from him. You don't know exactly how or why or even what it is, uh, but it's impossible to ignore. With a nat one, it's just this confusing sensation. I kind of recoil, like, when you accidentally get, like, a static shock or something when you're wearing socks on carpet and you, like, touch the light switch. Like, that kind of, like, huh. And then, uh kind of eye him questioningly not not in like a bad way but just confusion okay. I'm used to people eyeing me so don't pay no mind to it I kind of want to um, explore the other two uh, tunnels I think yeah that's what I was going to do yeah I think that's what I'm going to do Clove is just very yeah, maybe exploring also so you're working your back to like check out the other tunnels yeah, I mean, we still need to get all the information we can for why we're, like, we're here and everything that happened. Okay. Like, that was our... Yeah, so you... You know, the, the other two sides. So you're working your way back. Um, John, Paul, and Pepper went back into the uh, the, the furthest along room where the sword was. Uh, Maisie, what are you doing? And Arth- it's just me and Arthur in the current Yeah, you and Arthur room. are, like, in the hallway, basically. In one of the hallways. I'm openly complaining while patting myself on the back saying like thank thank the snake that I was here um and if it wasn't for those derogatory motivational classes that I freely got from the Bell Nation with their public education (laughs) would, would we have not gotten out of that situation yeah, you know, I... Uh... And I'm just rummaging through everything on the table and just looking around. Do an investigation check for me as you complain. 
I, I will say that I, I do think Slovenia's every day that you're here, so I agree with you. I'll count that as advantage. I'll count that as the help action. As you support Ooh, I got a nat 20. You got a nat 20? Okay, and what's your modifier for investigation as well? Just, just... Plus three? You got a 23 total nat 20. And you were going through the room with the board games and stuff in it? Okay, yeah. you you rush through, and there's like a medley of board games, or some tables and stuff set up to have games on it, although current, there was only one set up. Uh, however, uh, Clove was able to swipe the pieces uh, and the Pepper. board. Pepper, Pepper, excuse me. Pepper was the one who swiped the pieces and the board for uh, uh, riding without a ticket. Um, the classic training game in this world. As you examine through, a couple of things immediately become clear. First, that the way any... You can see small stains on like some of the chairs and stuff as there's evidence of clearly a sneak attack happened here that these people were surprised and taken out quickly and efficiently and quietly there doesn't appear to be any sign of a struggle there just appears to be signs of small amounts of tactical loss however as you look through kind of flipping through everything you kind of check a couple of the boxes you are able to find a small stone with a sigil on it of some kind that with your investigation i will say you recognize it as uh, a communication sigil of some kind i'll pocket it and turn to arthur and say looks like whoever was here was taken out pretty easily so i don't know what kind of fortifications they had around here but it obviously was not enough i mean yeah. So we should be uh, pretty pretty mindful of our, our surroundings. Yeah, I can't say who found them out or found this supposedly super secret hideout. But I don't think we have too much to worry about. Looks like they've probably come and gone, hopefully. Yeah, well, we have uh, one um, person going completely separate way from the other two, so I, I suppose we should... Uh, I'll go follow Clove if you want to regroup with the uh, the others. So Pepper and Jean Paul went off together. Yeah, they're uh, they're th down there in the back. Um, I guess that's where where Jean Paul got uh got his friend killed. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Who runs off and abandons two friends and goes and gets the third kill? I don't I don't really know what's going on in these in their heads well if you'd like to go Genuinely. with me i mean that's totally fine i'm just gonna go check out make sure clove's good down in those other two pathways we do know for sure that this is safe at least i'll go check out where mon petit was was taken out was come all right well and walk toward that so you're gonna direction. go and join uh, john paul and pepper yes well uh go go in peace and i'll uh i'll uh catch up with you here mm -hmm. soon Okay, and where are you going, Arthur, for my dinner? Um, I'm going to try to find Clove. Cool, so you go back to Clove. Uh, John, uh, we're going to start with the three of you in the end room then where that sword was found. What are John Paul, Pierre, uh, and Pepper doing? So before uh, before anybody else who joins me, I'd like to use my mage hand to wipe away the single tear that I shed after coming back. Oh, um, of course you can do that. Thanks. Uh, I'm gonna look down at my stomach and think at the coral and be like, hey, group of voices, are you there? Yeah, yeah buddy, we're there. Yeah, buddy, we're yeah, there. yeah bro, what you, what, you what you need? 
kind of surprised. Uh, I go, uh, did you see what happened here? Yeah, yeah we, we saw. saw. At least for a little bit before, before that sword, sword was placed in us. us. Uh, and as much, uh, and as much detail as possible, can you tell me what happened? Can you roll a persuasion check? Uh, I go, uh, like, I understand if you don't want to share, but like, you know, my, the only thing I ever loved just died in front of you and in front of me. Roll with advantage. Roll with advantage as you guilt trip a coral. Um, persuasion, 19. 19. Uh, the coral just goes... Bro, I'm so, I'm so sorry, sorry about that. That, that, that shit sucks. sucks. Nothing's, nothing's, nothing's worse than, 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 than losing, losing your little spider buddy. buddy. I'm, really I'm really sorry about that. that. They're, They're, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, um... I mean, so we, so we kind of see things a little differently than you do, to be totally honest. I'm not trying to be rude here. I just, you know... We're not trying to be rude. Excuse us. But... There was, like, these weird, like, 24 really quick-moving legs... And they, and they all, all kind of came in here real fast, fast and, and they one of one them, them kind of rushed. A couple of them seemed to rush around and take out where there were people sleeping and people playing games, uh, moving super efficiently. And then one, and then one of them kind of came in while uh, somebody was sleeping in here and uh, put, that put that sword in me and really, really fucked my shit up. I've been, I've been in like, we've, we've been, been in like a real bad place. place. Yeah, well, I'm glad they can help. Did uh, the things with the 24 legs say anything before, you know, uh, slicing and dicing? Well, there wasn't, it wasn't, there was, there was 24 legs in total. Like, there was like, they're kind of close to, eight legs were always close together, though. Yeah, but did you hear, did you hear voices amongst the two things, or the four things, or maybe the 12 things? There was one voice that, that kind of said, I think it's something like, I'm, something like, I'm sorry. Okay. We, I'm, we're sorry we can't be more useful, bro. No, 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 it's all right. Uh, I do have one more question for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you ask Corey anything. Corey, uh, Corey the Coral, yeah? Corey the Coral, yeah, I also, uh, we, we also go, go by Corey in the house, as we are the house and we are both in the house at the same time. Mmm, mmm. I don't know how long you've been down here, but that is a very dated reference. I honestly don't think so. I honestly don't. Oh, no, that's fine. You know, you who knows how long you've been deep down here in the depths. We've been we've separated for a very, very long time from the rest of the world. It is very evident, not only by the way you talk, but also the shows you reference. Bro, what? So. <laughs> it's more relevant now than ever. Is it next? <laughs> uh, next, you're going to tell me people aren't wearing Janko jeans. Like, what's going on? Let's continue. So, the things that came <laughs> inside. Uh, yeah, 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 what's up? Did yeah, yeah, they move quickly? Did they move like yeah. they seemed like yeah. they know where they were going? Yeah, there wasn't yeah, an efficient efficient. They, seemed to, they, seemed to, they, they definitely seemed to know where they were going, 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 what they were up to. And the, uh, this purple sword that was stabbed into your, uh, into you, what did it feel like? What kind of sensations or... I mean, it always, I mean, it always hurts, hurts us a little bit, bit when you get stabbed, stabbed, stabbed believe that. Believe that. But, but, but hang, hang. trust me, trust me, <laughs> when it comes to being stabbed, I know how much it hurts as you, as you, as you sit here inside of me. Oh, 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 oh. well, 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 I mean, you I mean, didn't, you have, didn't to have to make it, buddy, buddy. But we, we, uh, even though, even though we were stabbed in one place, there was like pain and flow through our whole mind. It's worth noting, Pepper, you can hear John Paul Pierre saying all of this. All of his side of the conversation is out loud. I think when she hears him say, as you sit here inside me, she sort of goes, 
Hmm. And then she'll wait for the, like, a pause and be, like, and just say, Jean-Paul, you okay? Uh, I kind of do this, like, one more minute. <laughs> I ask the coral, can you sense the uh, sensation of just the piece of you that is inside of me, or as the, the coral as a whole, currently? So, so no, we no, can't we sense can't that sense piece, that, that piece is separate. Piece is separate. Though, though, that piece is, that also, piece is alive. also alive. So we could, so we could, we would be a different be a from, different them, from them, but them are now them are no longer are no longer. Us, you know, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could theoretically be attached. It, it would take a little while to grow back, and it would become a part of us. But currently, it is them. Okay. Well, and then I grab the coral, and whatever part of it is sticking out of me. I snap in half. Okay. Just uh yeah, and attach to the wall and then the uh the rest of it that's inside of me, I tuck it in. <laughs> and then uh I hold I hold my bleeding. And I say, uh I hope you do not mind. Uh but you may be useful in the future, so I'm going to keep a little bit of you with me until I don't know, you get bored, I guess. I mean, I mean sure, bro, bro, if you want to keep, keep, if you want to keep a part of them, them you can do that. that. I'd recommend some, some like, transcendental meditation or some shit like that. that. And you, you might, might be able to, like, commune with them in some capacity. Right now, it's, like, you're, like, standing on us, and we, we're we a much larger us than they are at them, so we can kind of communicate. But it's going to be a little bit harder with such a little, with a little bit of that. Makes perfect sense. I'm glad that tracks. I thought it did, too, but I was worried for the audience's perspective, no, it's okay. Uh, okay. Uh, one last question. Yeah, bro, hit me uh, with it. Yeah, bro, hit, me hit me with your best shot, shot, you know? It's all right. Uh, there, uh, hit me with your best shot. How, do, 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 do. how do I get into the, uh, you know, the rest of you? The parts of you that I believe are closed off? Oh, bro, 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 bro. bro. We see, we what, see you're what you're saying. saying. Okay. 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 okay, you okay. want you want that you want special, special sauce. sauce. Okay, okay. I do not understand this uh, euphemism, but sure. You want that you want secret that menu? Secret shit. I got. We I got, got you. you. We got you. <laughs> uh, that's when I turn to Pepper uh, and uh, just as solemnly and as straight, uh, straightforward as possible, I go, Pepper, I am communicating with the coral, and they're going to teach us how to get deeper into the depths of this labyrinth. Uh, and then turn back around, mumbling to myself again. Okay. While you're while you're communing. With the coral, Jean-Paul, don't let it push you into anything you're not ready for. If it's your friend, it won't put pressure on you. And meanwhile, I'm going to be looking for good board games and giving him a little bit of space. I want Cards Against Humanity, or whatever the equivalent of that is. I want chess, and I want anything that does divination. Or anything that I can just (laughs) show him like. Uh, Like a Ouija board, or runes, or... Do an investigation for me. Everybody's favorite card game, one. Investigation. <laughs> Can I ask Yurek to the help The French me? version. Oh. Or is it too late? Oh. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Yurek okay, kind of comes over and just goes, you know you know how much, uh, wrong voice. Yeah, you know how much I like games? Let's, let's, let's do some examinating. <laughs> Okie dokie. I'm excited. Oh. Me too. Kind of. Uh, 22. 22. You find a couple of games. Uh, trash can of tragedy. 
which seems to be a game where you argue over cards and like a trash can or like bucket shaped thing um mm-hmm. you you find a game of chess because for whatever reason chess seems to transcend every fantasy world in some capacity uh everybody plays tra- chess and then you with a 22 you do find this weird looking game kind of stowed under one of the bunk beds does it look cursed <laughs> i mean like you don't know um it's called uh Bonjuji. <laughs> <laughs> legally distinct distinct jumanji is what it's called uh no it's called uh el dorado it's got this beautiful design of this large golden city on it and you can see like two figures like on either side of it that seem to be like charging at each other's spears um uh it's uh, underneath it the subtitle of the game is a game of uh fortune and foes have i ever seen or played this game before like in my childhood nope you've never heard of this game a game of fortune and foes Mm mm-hmm um, does it look like you're concentrating, JP? That's a word you could use. Concentrating is definitely a word you can use. So vaguely phrased. Yeah, uh, it's more, I look more like, uh, the guy about 20 feet away from the bus stop. Okay. <laughs> um, well then, with you distracted, she'll turn to Yurik for advice and be like, Do you reckon I should take that one? I've never seen it before. Yeah, I mean, you should always try new games. It's important to always be trying new things. That's how I just got into black licorice. I like licorice. What would Grand do? What would Grand do? I mean... Hmm. Are you talking young Grand or old Grand? Or like mid-Grand? Young. When she was still... Oh, young Grand would play it in a heartbeat. Alright then, I'll take it. Perfect. I'm, I'm happy to hear, you know, I'm happy to hear. Young Gran would be very impressed. Old Gran would be a little concerned. Got it. That's the way to live. <sighs> yeah, and you can grab those respective games. Hmm. Uh, JP, I think, hey, JP, she'll like, she's, again, she's not looking at you directly, so she'll like, look at the wall and like, reach out with her foot and nudge you. For the audience, my torso turns around first and kind of, because I was sitting down communing, mm-hmm. so, uh, my torso turns first and like palms land flat on the ground and then the rest of my waist come up with it as I stand up. Uh, this would be the point that Maisie, you walk in seeing whatever the hell that is. <laughs> um, I know you want to... Hi, Maisie. Um, I know you want to go deeper into the labyrinth, but me and Clove are still pretty hurt and I think you might be somewhat in mourning. Um... There's always the option to go back to the ship and regroup and come back. Heal, eat, tell the captain what happened, make sure someone knows what happens here before we go back again. I don't know. What do you think? The coral is in my brain and it is going to help me find the thing I need. Yeah, I know. Um, I mean, no, I didn't know that. I'm just trying to be comforting. Um, okay, that sounds really overwhelming. Um, and I know you really want to avenge Mon Petit, but are you sure you don't want to take a rest and regroup first? 
Mon Petit lives in me both figuratively and now literally. Mm. Okay. So, th- that wasn't really an answer to the question I asked you. Further into Zakora we go. Is there anything you want to say, Maisie, before we uh, jump over to the others? As you're kind of hearing this interaction, you're going to see a couple of... You can see that they're, uh, that Pepper is holding a couple of board games. I'm gonna interject and say, well, with, we know what happened here. Like, they obviously, somebody came down here and exterminated whoever was down here. And if you guys know this is your secret base hideout, whatever, obviously it's not so secret, then you guys have a problem on your hands. We are just exterminated. I think to we talk should get out of here. Busy. Sorry. Uh, I know that's a, a touchy, tough, tough subject. What's a tough subject? With the, uh, Showing the eyes respect? of some... Is that tough? Like, Pepper turns around. <laughs> Is that tough? I'm just calling it like I see it. Look around. Look at... These people did not put up a fight, or much of one, if they were able to come in here, come in and out the way they did. I, um... Quickly, but not aggressively power walk in my JPPM way towards Maisie. The coil inside of my brain told me that there were about 12 people here. They snuck in real quick, knew the layout of the land, and murmured to themselves, I'm sorry, as they slayed everyone. There is something, how you say, fishy about this. Uh, no offense, Coral. I know technically you're not a fish of any kind, but you still live within the ocean, so hopefully you don't take offense. Nah, bro, we got fish. Nah, bro, we, we got fish. fish all the time. It's totally fine. We do smell. We do smell fishy. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. We got you. We got you. I'm just confused as he's talking to himself, or who I presume is himself, and uh, shaken off to well, why would you want to stay down here? Like I just said, it sounds like we know what happened. Because we only get a fragment of what is going on. Uh, once again, guys, I understand that you are a fragment, but I do not mean it in any kind of jest towards you. No, bro, it's fine, bro. You hear from inside of your body for a second. I look at Maisie, and I look at Pepper, and then I go, you know what, Clove will want to do this, and then I leave. Um, Pepper will step in front of Maisie, mm-hmm. and look up at her and say, did you really mean what you just said? That if people are killed while they're defenseless and don't have a chance to find back, they're not really people to you? That seems like a leap. I'm just calling it like I see it. They didn't have a fighting chance. Obviously, whoever came in here knew what they were doing. I, I wouldn't say that they're not people, but they're not fighters, obviously. Maisie, you need to have a word of yourself. Pebble turns away slowly. Like, I don't know what went on down here, but, and I don't know what the people down here contributed to whatever operation you guys have running, but it doesn't seem like a strong one. Can I? Ooh. Ooh. Maybe I should make a wisdom save. (laughs) Please, please roll a wisdom save. Yeah. I passed. I got a 20. Yeah, you're, 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 uh, you're frustrated, but you don't do anything stupid. Pepper doesn't hit you. She walks away. <laughs> and you walk away. And then with that, we will jump over to Clove and Arthur. Um, 
You work your way back into the main room where you can see the food pass divvying off the chair knocked over. Um, and the uh, blood that kind of dragged off into the right corridor. You went down the middle corridor. The right was where, as a reminder, was where the crab and the zombie came from. There is another corridor going off to the left. I'm going to go to the right. Okay. You head off down the right following kind of like the blood. You can see a at the end of it, because it only curves, it doesn't go very far, it seems to dead end pretty quickly. You can see a large, sharp rising of coral uh, with blood all over it. Um, it looks as well as like a crab-shaped hole in the wall um, that kind of just descends into more coral. You, It looks like a body was like thrown down onto here. Oh, man. Does this room seem to serve any like specific purpose? Roll an investigation. Also, am I with them? Yes, or am yeah, I... you'd be with them. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, so I've acknowledged his presence already? He'd be right behind you, so if you want to follow her, uh, follow them, excuse me, you can, or you can, or whatever you like to do with you. Both kind of made it to the main room, you're just a couple, like, seconds after them. Okay. Uh, when I when I approach uh, Clove, uh, well, actually, I don't see my bolo still wrapped around that zombie, right? Nope. Uh, I approach Clove. Did you see anyone who grabbed my bolo? Um, I think someone grabbed it. <sighs> okay, I gotta get that back. It's kind of like, it's like kind of like a family thing. Not on my father's side. Not on my father's side. On my mother's side. But you know, I'd... yeah. You didn't see who grabbed it. it? Wasn't Pepper? So your mom just married the <laughs> genocidal dictator. She wasn't it's actually just the a, genocidal it's dictator. A, it's it's, it's complicated. You know, it's, she's from the Flava Pelico and. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I can, uh, you know, we can, uh, ask around, see, see who maybe grabbed it. Yeah, well, it's like four of us out down here, so I'm sure we'll figure out real quick. Um, exactly. But what do we, what do we got here? It looks like, um, some blood on some coral. That kind of tracks for this place, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep, I was, uh, just looking around. When you started talking to me. <laughs> Sorry, I, I do that when I'm nervous. Um, but I'm not nervous now. I'm not saying I'm nervous now. I'm just saying, like, I, I do that when I'm nervous. Because <laughs> you seem a little nervous. I know. Can't be nervous well, when if you're you, uh, uh, a righteous tool of, you know, Slovenius. You are a righteous tool. That's... If you was here, he would have loved that burn. Honestly. See, that was a good one. Yeah, if you want to help me investigate, that would we could do that. Yeah, sure. Uh, so yeah. roll investigation Sorry, yeah. with advantage, Clover. Okay, because my first roll was lower, so I'll take this one. Okay. Um, <laughs> Fifteen. Okay, you examine it, and you notice that the weight, the coral's oddly placed, like the sharp section of coral that this is on. Um, the blood on it's not, like, it looks like it's, you know, it lines up timeline with what you've seen so far. But the more important thing, the weirder thing that you noticed is that it looks almost like it's a whole thing of Coriol's been pushed down. And as you examine it, John Paul, you hear that voice in your head just go, uh, Hey, bro, uh, hey, bro you got, you got oh, oh, I think one of your friends, friends is, is checking something out. You want me to, uh, you want us to pop it for her? What do you mean by pop it? Pop it up, pop it up. Pop it up. Pop it up. Oh, Yes. Okay. okay. Sounds, Sounds good. good. And as you're examining it, you see the coral begins to shake and move. It will rise up, rising up my 5, 10, 15 feet, revealing a large doorway Ooh. and a path of perfectly stared coral that curves down and out of view. 
And on that note, we're going to call tonight's session. Fantastic. Listen. Yeah. Cool. Good job, Yay. everybody. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, 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 pew. Woohoo. Um, that was fun. Maisie was just... Uh, was a force to be reckoned with verbally this time. Damn. Yeah, mm. I think I think my two favorite like uh, player pairings are definitely Pepper and Maisie because it's just it's similar energies, but on like two different planes of the way that energy <laughs> yeah. exists, and it's just so good. Yeah, I, I love it. It's really delightful. I did a really bad pun in my notes. License to curl. <laughs> I mean that's the lesson, that's the session name right there. Uh, Arthur, make a note of that. License to Grill is the name of the session. Um, yep, oh, gotcha. as that in, was a good idea, by the way, too, because they were gonna fuck our shit up. Yeah, that was really good. Um, I think yeah, Macy said they had to well take done, a step everyone. away, but that was really good. Um, real quick, actually, outro, outro recording. Um, shush, 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 everybody. Uh, thank you all for listening. <laughs> that's oh, no. what you went with. That's what you're going Keep with. Keep that okay. one in. Keep that one in. Uh, yeah. Or, okay. you know, okay, so thank you all for listening, or, you know, thank thank you all for listening. Gosh. I, uh, one more time. One more time. One more time. You can do it. One more time. Yeah, Come one on. more. I appreciate y'all for listening. It means a great deal to me. Um, we, we all loved it so much. Uh, come tune in next two weeks when we get up to some shenanigans. Actually, next episode is going to be a one-shot, right? Oh, it could be a one-shot. It could be the interview. I mean, it really depends on what we decide to release. We don't know. <laughs> we don't plan things. Hey, yo. Okay, fair enough. It's your boy, right. Corey the Coral. You can also call us <laughs> Corey in the house. Talk to you all next week. This show is made possible thanks to listeners like you. For more great Cheesy Gordita Network content, follow us on social media or go to CheesyGorditaNetwork.com to stay up to date. Thank you for your support and stay Baja blessed.